y'all already know it's a production, right? When it's podcast time, like I got to do the tribe. I got to do the group. I got to do the video. I got to make sure we got like all the different podcast things going so that we can get the word out there and do what needs to be done. Sorry for those who are watching the video. I know that I have a glare going on with my glasses, leaving these in because uh, right now I just need to be able to see. So, hey, 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 hello, everyone. I hope you all are doing well. My wonderful butterflies, my beautiful ladies, of course, it is me, Coach V, and welcome to my Freedom Reigns podcast. Y'all already know that it is all about helping marriage-minded Christian women be free from religion, be free from the rules and the law and all this other good stuff in order to date wisely and win at love. And let's just be clear, when I'm saying be free from, you know, rules and religion, let's be real. Like there are many different things that get taught and told among Christians. Like we're not supposed to date. You're supposed to be waiting on God. You're supposed to be gleaning the field, all of that good stuff. So sometimes like dating while Christian is a separate thing in and of itself. So that is why I say freedom reigns because I love that scripture in Corinthians where it talks about where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So at the end of the day, when you are spirit led and you know that you still have your Christian morals and values, then you are experiencing freedom and you are free to do so certain things. So that is why I call this podcast Freedom Reigns. All right. For the newbies, of course, as the self-proclaimed new love strategist, I help single frustrated women renew their hearts, preparing them with the intentional dating skills that are necessary for them to win at kingdom love. I am all about helping ladies win at kingdom love. I've been doing it for years now. I'm finally winning at it myself because I was able to help some of my clients date better and do relationships before I could even get there myself, but I'm finally there. So I love what I do. And when I say kingdom love, I'm talking about dwelling in God's love, developing self-love, and of course, from there, discovering real love, all right? I am a life dating and relationship coach. I'm also an online dating consultant with New Thing Life Coaching, where I pretty much help you with healing, with tending to the past, with unpacking your love box so that you can get out of your way, so that you can date well, so that you can build a new love language that will ultimately help you win. New news, let's just go ahead and remind those of you that currently enrollment is open for the winter session of New Heart Academy. If you did not catch it when I did it back in July, you want to be in this time. You have time. Get your coins together. Let's make it happen because New Heart Academy is ultimately the one-stop win it love shop. Okay, like I am literally from day one, we are working on your heart. The things that we don't even realize get in the way. The things that ultimately it's why all of my relationships were failing because I had some deep rooted heart issues. I did not start winning. I was not able to win even now until I address certain things. So we are going to be helping with healing, with mindset renewal, with understanding men, um, having a vision. It's so much that we do in that 12 week intensive program. We are starting on January 12th. There is room for you and I would love to have you come on in if you're saying no, seriously. I thought 2021 I was gonna meet someone. I am ready to invest and do the work now so that I can win in 2022. Then come on and let's do it, all right? Like I promise you, you are not gonna regret it. It is transformational because we are looking at who we are as humans. We are looking at who we are as Christians. We're looking at our Christian faith. And then of course, we are just looking at uh, biology, like biology and science plays a lot. So this is pretty much where faith, humanity, and science all collide in order to help. I've said before, therapy is great. Church is great. 
looking at, um, again, science is great, but a lot of those things, like they all tie together. So that's what we're doing. Let me also say that coming up N2L, that is the new love language and the TSI merger. It is a monthly membership with some super dope merchandise that will be shipped to your door every single month, as long as you, you know, stay, but you can cancel at any time. But as long as you stay a member, you're going to get some merchandise every single month. There's a training course that unlocks every single month. You get discounts on upcoming conferences, a whole lot. Um, you can learn about everything that I just mentioned at newthinglifecoaching.com. You don't have to go looking for it. It's all right there on the homepage. Okay. So let me say this. I began the Saved and Single Ministry back in 2013. So that is tied to my nonprofit organization, God is Love Incorporated. God bless those of you who sow and donate into the ministry because a lot of you know, like we do outreach every month. So y'all are also helping me to not only like distribute stuff via the ministry and the coaching, um, but you're also helping with uh, well, not really the coaching because like the coaching products pay for that, but with the ministry stuff, but when you donate to the ministry, when you donate to God is Love Incorporated, y'all are helping us feed like almost a hundred people every month. Y'all are helping us do food drives, uh, clothes dry. Y'all are helping us give them hygiene products. Right now we're doing Operation Keep Warm. So when y'all donate, we get to do emergency financial assistance. We're about to sponsor some families for Christmas. So God bless y'all with your generosity, even when it comes to the saved and single ministry, all right? The SAS ministry. But I began this ministry back in 2013. And I started off doing like small groups. Like I had a group of women. I opened up my house to women um, and we would do it there. And then I started even doing it at the church. It started to get a little bit bigger. And like even tonight, if you're in Charleston, we are going to be at the Seacoast Church in West Ashley. I am going to be, um, you know, still leading the small group there as well. But I started doing like the small groups and then it's like the Saved and Single Facebook page and then the Saved and Single group on Facebook. And then I started doing coaching full-time and professionally a few years ago. And I always say like, I'm different from other coaches. I'm different from other experts. And I say that because yeah, I'm certified, I'm Christian based and I am realistic. Like I am just, I'm sorry, not sorry. I do not buy into the high value nonsense. That is just not me. Um, and I say that again, because I am Christian based. So at the end of the day, our value and identity is found in the most high, right? Like that is where our value and everything stems from. So all this, oh, if you want a high value man and what, I don't have time for that. I'm not that coach. I'm not that person. I never will be. You might hear me say MVP, like as far as the most valuable potential. And even then I tell ladies like what that means and how to check value, but not the way that the world teaches value at all. Like, uh-uh, we don't do that. So over the years in different videos and podcasts, um, classes, webinars, books, whatever, there are some things that I have taught. There are some things that I have coached that some of you have found confusing, questionable, or perhaps it contradicted everything that you've ever been taught. So right now we are in a new series titled Coach V, Explain Yourself. 
because it's time to clear the air. That's what I want to do. It is time to clear the air. If you have any questions, feel free to let me know and I may address it in an upcoming um, podcast. If it's something like, hey, you know, you always say this, but I don't understand that or that doesn't make sense or that's not what I've been taught or what about a scripture that says da 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 da, whatever. I am all like, I don't know how long this series is going to last. So if there's something you want me to address, let me know, okay? But today, can we talk about the whole settling madness? Because someone had recently posed the question about why is it that Christian women and only Christian women that we are repeatedly told and taught to settle? Like we're the ones that are told that we have to lower our standards, but no other women are taught that. And I don't see men or Christian men being taught that. So why do we have to make all the exceptions? Which it's funny because I often say that it's Christian women that a lot of times have the most unrealistic expectations when it comes to dating and relationships. That is what I see just in my line of work. That is what I see, you know, with ladies that come to me initially. That's what I see and hear in conversations, um, you know, on social media, all those different things. So when I say that, it's always met with like big eyes where people are like, oh my God, did you really just say that? And then their eyes get even bigger when I say that it's a myth that one deserves nothing but the best and therefore they shouldn't settle. I know I can hear y'all now. You're like, Coach V, all right, explain yourself because I'm not understanding and I'm about to explain myself. So why are Christian women told and taught to settle? Where is this coming from that we have to do that, but no other women do? And why are the men not being told, um, told that? So first of all, my question is, really? Are we told that? And if we are told that, my question is, by who? Who said that? Who told you that as a Christian woman that you need to settle? I don't know where that came from. I've never been told to settle. Now, yeah, maybe times that I've been called picky, you know, or maybe I've been told, oh, now, Victoria, now, you know, you could have, you know, handled that differently or, you know, maybe something like that. But I've never heard someone just make general blanket statements saying, hey, Christian ladies, y'all are asking for too much. Y'all need to learn how to settle or da-da-da-da-da. This is why godly counsel is so important, all right? This is why having someone who is um, not just knows of the word, they know the word and they actually have a relationship with God. That is why it is so important for you to be mindful of who you are allowing to pour into you. Like I've spoken about before, you know, where Proverbs 4.23 says, above all else, guard your heart. But we also see in the rest of Proverbs, like it talks about being mindful of what you take in, like what you listen to, what you see, like where your feet actually tread, because all of those things are portals that will give access to what you end up allowing to marinate in your heart. So you have to be mindful of where you are getting certain things from. Now, we do need to evaluate what you're told what you're believing, what you have deemed as a standard and why. That is what I will tell you. Because at some point you have to ask yourself, does this line up with the word of God? Does this line up with what I embody? Does this line up with what I show? Does this line up with what I already possess? Does this line up with what my character shows? Does this line up with what it is 
I deserve. Because we often know the kind of wife that we're going to be. Like we said, I already know I'm going to be this kind of wife, da, 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 da. But yet our emotions and our attitude now, it shows differently. Like, come on, I'll be real and say, yeah, over the years, like I've ghosted men if I didn't feel like being bothered with them. I would maybe disrespect men if I felt like it because, oh, well, I'm feisty and I have an attitude and it's going to take a certain man to understand like this is just how I am and this is just how I talk. But respect is a man's most basic need. So if we're not even showing him respect early on and in this stage, but then we're sitting there telling ourselves, oh, I'm going to be a great wife. I already know the kind of wife I'm going to be. Oh, that's going to go out the window once I get married. We have all of these different things that we say and it makes absolutely no sense. It's like we think that we're automatically going to be a great wife once we actually sign on the dotted line. I don't know. I digress. I don't know. But I don't tell Christian women to settle or accept less than anything. What I do help my ladies do is open their mind and ensure that they have a spirit led vision, something that goes based on the Bible, right? So I don't understand what this whole, why are Christian women told to, you know, settle or whatever y'all can, you know, if you have a question or a comment, drop it and let me know. Maybe I can address that, but I can't relate to that because I've never been told that. I've never told anyone that I don't really see it get whatever. As far as that is concerned. Now, second of all, can we talk about what it means to even settle? Now, when you look at the definition, it says to resolve or reach an agreement about something. Another definition says to make a decision between two or more people or things after not being certain on which to choose. I really like that definition because I see that a lot. To settle can mean to make a decision between two or more people after not being certain which to choose. So sometimes you might say, okay, well, there's this guy and then there's this guy and then there might also be this guy and they're all different. I wish I can kind of put them all in a blender, but I don't know which to choose. So I'm just going to settle with this one. I know plenty of people have said that. Now, that is not settled in the way that gets talked about today that a lot of people are talking about because settling in a relationship obviously um, or normally has a negative connotation where people mean it as it's being ready to accept less than what you want or deserve. So when a lot of people say, oh, well, Christian women are always told to settle or, you know, maybe I'm going to have to settle. And I've had some of my clients like early on, like my biggest fear is that I'm going to end up settling with someone who's less than less than. And I'm like, well, less than what? So, yes, yeah, settling in a relationship means being ready to accept less than what you want or deserve. Now, I have a problem with this way of thinking. I absolutely do. I have a problem with this and I'm going to. I'm definitely going to explain that in just a moment. What I will say to my lovely Christian ladies is that I am realizing, again, this is what I spend a lot of my time doing, right? So from conversations and from social media and from different things that I, you know, I've caught clips of other people, you know, videos and things like that, that they're, you know, talking about or whatever else. What I, this is me personally because again, I spend time researching this stuff for a living and, you know, just being more mindful. I personally am seeing that Christian women are seemingly, not all, that some Christian women 
are becoming more self-righteous in their day-to-day living. I'm seeing that happen a lot. Um, and I, with a lot of women, and I know it's like, oh, well, with what we're old, because what we've been through wasn't our fault. Well, because of what the last person did, I'm not going through that again. So I now know that I deserve this and I will never once again, da, 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 da. And then you have the prophets out here prophesying, you know, how the next man is going to do this and your future husband is going to do this. And the people are out there prophesying and talking about restoration, renewal, reconciliation, how you're going to get double for your trouble, the whole nine. But it's like, we've left out grace. We've left out mercy. We've left out God's love that he has for his sons and daughters. But it's like so many of these things that a lot of people are now believing because of what they've been through and because of what they've been told, a lot of this gets taken into their dating life. A lot of this gets taken into their relationships or at least the early stages of their relationships before they really even get to blossom into something else. Now, simplicity that a lot of people signed up, still my best-selling masterclass ever. That is the dating class. That class has sold more than any class I have ever launched. That class is the most expensive class that I've ever created. In simplicity, there are 11 compatibility myths that I talk about in week one. There are 11 different myths. And one of those myths, a compatibility myth that definitely keeps a lot of people single is I deserve nothing but the best and I should not settle. Use your imagination and just like imagine that right now you can hear a loud buzzer going off saying that that is the wrong answer because that belief, it's a myth and it's a dangerous, dangerous trap. Like this myth assumes, first of all, when you believe into this and when you buy into this, then what you are saying is that you believe that people have value tags that are attached to them. So what if your idea of the best doesn't align with what God says the best is? What if what you have in your mind as a perfect husband, and now you're like, I talked about head husbands um, two weeks ago, but what if what your idea of a perfect guy and a perfect man is, and for you, that is the best, and you are not going to settle until you find a man who checks blip, 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 and meets all of these different things. What if that's what you believe, but that doesn't align with God? That doesn't align with what God's best for you is. Because women who buy into this, they often say, well, I deserve the best. I'm a queen. I'm not settling. <laughs> and that last one really should include ever again after it, because typically it's spoken by women who have made some serious, serious mistakes with love and dating before, which is why she has this mentality. And unfortunately, you have to be careful because this myth can lead to one being judgmental of men. And assuming that if someone is different and if someone doesn't check those boxes, then that means what? Oh, he's beneath me. No, I'm not settling for that. I'm not doing that. And this causes women, this leads women to look at men and their status and their differences and whatever else 
as a sign of being better or worse. So we'll sit there and say, oh, well, I deserve nothing but the best, really, because that means that we're really no better than the world and other people who are doing worldly things and behaving in worldly ways, because now we're sitting there trying to play God and trying to decide who's worthy and who's not. And a lot of times these women, more than likely, they've talked with their friends, family, whoever, and they have made the decision that she's a great woman and she should not compromise, which is interesting because all relationships require compromise. And it's funnier because your wedding vows say for better or for worse. So how is it that you can go into something like even overlooking people now? And yeah, I know that there's a big difference between dating and marriage. I know you have to get to one eventually, but keep in mind that dating is the what and the why, not the who. Dating is knowing your what for marriage, you know, why marriage exists, why you want to get married. It's not about who you marry. When you keep the what and why at the forefront and you know why God created marriage and what God says about marriage, what God says about husbands, what God says about why about wives, then it makes it so much easier for you to just relax when it comes to dating because it's like, hey, well, I now know why I want to get married. I know why God created. That's going to help me choose wisely. It's really just that simple. But this myth looks down on men for being different or for being in a different stage or a different place in their lives. And then women, they end up overlooking compatible partners all because they are in pursuit of this head husband. They are in pursuit of this idealized mate who's perfect in every way, who checks everything off their list, the whole nine. Now, I'm not saying that you're supposed to just be with any old body, okay? Make no mistakes. You can be different from someone and those differences may mean absolutely that the two of you are not compatible in a romantic way. I get that. But that man being different and you two being incompatible, it doesn't make you better. It doesn't make you better. You have to allow God and God alone to judge anyone's worth or rank as a human being, okay? But compatibility is something that is definitely and highly overrated. I've said that countless times and I will always say that. Compatibility is overrated. Why would I say that? Um, because it's surface level. Compatibility is surface level and compatibility does not, cannot, and will not sustain a relationship. It daggone sure will not, cannot, does not, won't sustain a marriage. Because compatibility is an achievement of love. It is not a precondition. Did you hear that? Compatibility is an achievement of love. It is not a precondition. And there is a difference between compatibility and suitability. Because when we look at Genesis 2.18, it's talking about suitability. There's a difference between compatibility and suitability. Because one is liking the same things. The other is actually being a good fit and a good match. Compatibility is typically determined early on by accident. Oh, wow, me too. Oh, wow, that's so crazy. I like, oh, wow, I've always said that. Oh, yeah, that's one of my favorites. And this is where people will end up mistaking a fling or a situationship for a lifetime permanent 
relationship. No, wrong, wrong, wrong. Suitability is something that is determined over time intentionally because this is where you are literally taking time to build emotional intimacy. This is where you are learning the pathologies to see about finances, children, religion, purpose, sexual compatibility, like all of those things, the it factors. Y'all know I talk about the four marriage killers. Yes, even as Christians who are abstinent and virgins, like we can still determine sexual compatibility before marriage without having sex. I talked about that in the sex class, okay? I talk about core three a lot as well. And when I say core three, I'm talking about your core identity, your core values, and your core beliefs. This is like the most important thing when it comes to who you end up sharing the rest of your life with. We end up asking all these stupid questions on first dates and phone conversations and whatever else. Core three is where to start and that's gonna tell you so much about who that man is as a person and what kind of partner he would end up being, right? Because at the end of the day, it's about accepting who someone is, identity, it's about sharing values, and then it's about respecting beliefs. This is what makes a relationship. Like even professional matchmakers, like it's all about taking into consideration career, lifestyle, values. Core three is what leads to suitability. So I think that even when it comes to the whole, oh, you know, well, I'm not going to settle and I know my worth and I deserve nothing but the best. Be mindful with that as a Christian woman, as a Christ follower, because here's what I also know. It's that self-inflated worth is a thing. Egotistical. Like in NP2I, my class, that's like why black women are typically the ones that struggle in love and how we have like, you know, like the highest divorce rates and, you know, typically get married, you know, later. And like, there are so many different statistics for black people and especially black women and black women when it comes to love and relationships. I did a whole, I think overall that class ended up being like nine hours. It's still available. But I spoke on high self-esteem because again, self-inflated worth is a thing. And when you have a, a level of high self-esteem and i mean to the point where again it can be narcissistic almost egotistical um a little bit you know conceited this will keep you single and then we'll make oh well there are no quality men out there really well what is your idea of quality and why do you figure that you're a quality woman is it something about you on maybe why you can't find a man who would be suitable and complimentary for everything that god has blessed you with your gifts and your purpose and your strengths and your weaknesses and everything else. But women that believe the aforementioned myth about, you know, not settling, they tend to have a highly inflated opinion about themselves. Now, if you want to know a secret that I will tell you, is it toe, is it toe step in time? The women who have to believe this myth Again, the whole, I, I deserve nothing but the best and I will not settle. The women who have to believe this myth, they are generally insecure and they are frightened deep down. There's a, a deep-rooted fear that's stemming from someplace that they have not really quite identified and addressed yet. 
But what I do know is that real confidence and self-esteem are oftentimes lacking in women that believe and behave this way. Because a woman who really believed in her self-worth, there would be no need to like, you know, put others down or eat. Oh no, I would never date somebody like that. Now, again, I'm not saying that as a Christian, you're supposed to just date anybody. I'm not saying you're supposed to give a chance. Oh, well, he could be a good. No, I'm not talking about any salvation dating. I'm not talking about missionary dating, but I'm talking about when we go prejudging people off the little superficial things that really don't matter. The standards have them. Make sure you have your standards again. But biblically, when I combed the Bible and I was like licking my fingers and flipping through the pages of the book, <laughs> there are only six standards that are listed for a husband. And I don't have time to go through those. Like I talk about these in depth in New Heart Academy. So this is why I need to make sure you come in. But there are only six standards that are biblically in place for a husband. So I need women to stop being too worried about men that don't fit their vision or God's plan for their life. Sometimes we do the most and it's like that. You're worried about a man who he, he doesn't even fit. It's not that you're settled. It's not that he's beneath you. It's just that he simply doesn't fit. Why can't we just change what we speak and just say, hey, I want a man who fits my life. That man did not fit. You don't have to belittle him. You don't have to put him down. You don't have to say, oh, no, I would have been settling. Oh, he's less than you. can. He just didn't fit. I knew that that with what God has in store for me. I know that we didn't me and that man. We didn't share the same values. We had a hard time respecting each other's beliefs. You know, well, that is who he is. And I, it was hard for me to accept that. I know that that's not fair to him. Well, this is who I am. And, you know, he had a problem accepting that. I knew that we would have had issues down the line. Why can't we just simply say that person wasn't a good fit? Why can't we look at someone who we may have dated, like only gone on like one or two dates with and just, hey, no, I know that we would not be a good fit instead of, again, no, I knew if I were to be with him, I would have to settle. That's beneath me. I'm not doing that. Why do we have to go that far? Why do we have to go there? Now, of course, before I close this out, I'm going to absolutely talk about unrealistic expectations. We got to talk about unrealistic expectations because huh, this is like when, when a woman has placed themselves on a pedestal or when they're in that ugly gray area that I've talked about before, where it's like, you're no longer the hot mess that you used to be, but you haven't quite yet really gotten, you know, to that place of like having your character fully developed, then that is where they'll find themselves with the most unrealistic expectations. This is where they'll feel like, nope, I'm no longer that person. I now know my worth. I deserve, I deserve to be wined and dined. I'm not putting up with this. I need a man who's going to come correct with this. I, I'm expecting this and blip, blip, blip. And they have this long list. And it's like, and that's why I always tell people with dating and even with online dating, I would always say, keep an open mind, but have low expectations. And it would always be women. What? What? Why would you say that? Explain yourself, Coach V. Like, why would you say have low expectations? Because you never know what might and could happen. It might work out. It could work out. So keep an open mind. But don't go in expecting too much. 
don't go in expecting that, oh, this, this is going to work out for me immediately. I'm going to find somebody on this site, or I just know that everything is going to work out. What, when you end up expecting too much, and already, I've already made it clear, like my profile already showed, this is the kind of man I want. So if he approached me, then I already know that he's going to communicate the way I want. He's going to reach out the way I want. He's going to, you know, pursue me, and he's going to make it all about me. I will be a priority. You know, uh, we will talk all the time. I, will, I know that we'll, you know, be in communication. He is going to pursue me. I don't really have to reciprocate until I know that he is serious. Like we'll have all of these different things. And again, we go into it with these rules of dating. We go into it with this nonsense and madness. We go in expecting too much. And then, and I say we, but as when women do that, this is how feelings get hurt. This is how women get burned out from dating. This is when too much energy, effort, and demands come into play. And a lot of times, what I also know is that because of an unrealized hurt, because of some untreated trauma or failure to heal, many women have what I call openings. And when I say openings, you know, there's a difference between a wound and a scar. Because if you get hurt physically, right, you have a wound initially. It's not healed. It's still open, right? Like, and you have to be mindful with how you handle it. Maybe you can't get it wet or certain things might burn or da, da, da. It's not been tended to and it has not healed. A scar is healed. A scar means, okay, boom, I survived that. It's all right. It's good to go. I can touch it. It doesn't hurt. Da, 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 da. I can look at it and remember where I came from and what happened, but that's a done deal. So then it's like, you know, going back to, I've talked about, you know, a lot about abandonment issues. I've spoken about daddy issues, things like that. They are still issues when you have not addressed them. They are still issues when you have not tended to them. So all of these different things are openings. And so these openings affect you, even though you're still living, even though you're still existing and you know you might be out there still surviving, these openings affect how you do relationships, these openings affect how you date, everything. And now there are these expectations in place that a man should do certain things because of all that you endured while single and dating and with being with the wrong man time and time again. So there is so much pressure that gets put on this poor <laughs> oblivious man unrealistic expectations. So ladies, when I say unrealistic expectations, I am not saying don't expect anything. No, I am not saying that. Again, New Heart Academy, I go deep as far as this is what you need to look for in men. This is what you need to be paying attention to. These are the questions you need to ask. This is how you should be dating. These are like, this is a time where you should be identifying and discussing certain things. All right. So yeah, I, I tell you to absolutely expect things. What I'm saying is to be realistic. What I'm saying is to ensure that a man meets the standards. And when you see that he meets the standards, when you see that he has a high value contributing level, as in what he is depositing of value in your win at love account, that is how you can say, okay, this is the most valuable potential. We are on the path to going someplace. So just be realistic, ensure everything. And then you want to make sure that you are healed because to be healed is important because then it means that you are going to choose wisely. And I know this because a healed heart, listen, 
We're starting off New Heart Academy. Class one is an intense class called Heart Matters. And I had someone in the July session where after class one, like she was jokingly asking me for her money back. She was like, this was intense. And this just gave me more answers than I have ever gotten in like the past several years. We are literally kicking off with going through a full heart exam based on faith, humanity, and biology. Even with the N2L community, class one that unlocks in January as well is a road to healing. Healing is so important. Healing your heart is so important because a healed heart has the ability to feel safe while healed eyes helps one see clearly. This is why you need to have a healed heart and healed eyes because then you respond differently. You react differently. You can see better. You can see clearly and you will see so many things that will change for the better in your love life. I promise you. I promise you that, okay? So just contemplate where you are with the whole settling and what are your expectations? What have you deemed as standards? Where did that come from? Where did you learn that from? And really take time to reflect, okay? Listen, I am the new love strategist and I am a coach who is literally here to help you win but I want you to win at kingdom love. And again, I want you to win when it comes to dwelling in God's amazing love, to developing real self-love, and then discovering love, discovering real love with an amazing man. That is what I am all about. Visit newthinglifecoaching.com and you will be able to see all about joining the WWW, the We Will Win movement. All right, and the We Will Win movement that is for those who are coming into the N2L community and or those who are coming in to the New Heart Academy winter session. For those of you who are bold enough to do both, where you're saying, hey, I want access to both, then you will get 25% off your monthly membership for N2L if you sign up for both, okay? So just keep that in mind. Go to the site, connect. You can book a consultation. If you're saying, hey, I wanna work with you one-on-one, -on -one. I do have a few spaces available. We can do a, a quick little 15-minute consultation for free. And again, that's just to see if we are compatible with working together. You can enroll in a class, you can subscribe. Make sure that you subscribe when you go to the website, okay? Because I'm about to send out a training to help you navigate the holiday blues, to help you navigate loneliness. It is going to give you seven steps to take now to change your love life in 2022. Make sure you're on that mailing list, okay? Podcast listeners, you can subscribe to the podcast. That way you will stay in the know with new episodes, all right? God bless those of you who are sponsors for the podcast. Bless those of you who are sowers into the saved and single ministry, all that good stuff. Again, many things that I could not do if it was not for your generosity and support. Um, podcast listeners, if you are a single Christian woman, come on into the SAS tribe. If you want a group of like-minded women on Facebook, and don't forget, New Thing Life Coaching is also on Instagram and Twitter. So in closing, I want y'all to be blessed and do exactly what I've been telling y'all. Remember that we will win. 2022, 
it's on and popping. Talk to y'all later. Bye.